Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey everybody, what's up? Welcome back to another episode of Everything Kratom, the podcast about anything and everything Kratom. Great to have you with us on this Monday morning, hoping everything is getting off to a great start for you this week. And just as a quick reminder, make sure to check out the link that goes to Happy Hippo's website in the description of this podcast and use the coupon code EVERYTHINGKRATUM. You can get a nice little discount there. Okay, so hopping into today's episode, I was thinking about athletic events and then I was thinking about the Olympics and then I was thinking about sports. I was thinking about all of those things. And one of the questions that I've always had ever since I started really thinking about Kratom was what is the future of Kratom with regards to the athletic world? And more specifically, what is going to be the future of its legality there? Because I know that a lot of people do use Kratom in certain ways to help them, you know, with energy or endurance or whatever it may be. And that that is a self-reported benefit and that, you know, obviously... Uh, one cannot say for certain that Kratom helps with certain things because it's not an FDA-approved substance. So there's only so much that one can claim Kratom is good for. I'm not going to get into that today. I don't really think that I'm the one who can make those proclamations, right? But what I can say is my opinion on where I think the future of Kratom might lead when it comes to this sort of thing when it comes to sports, when it comes to being used for athletic abilities or uh, athletic events, and what should the situation be and why. So that's what I wanted to talk about today. Now, in doing a little bit of mediocre research ahead of this one, because <laughs> I always try, I'll link this into the description of the episode as always, there is an article in bustle.com and says, what supplements do Olympians take? And the, it says, these are the six supplements Olympians swear by. And I wanted to look at Olympians in particular because I think that the Olympics sets the tone for every other country in lower level sports. I don't think that it's uniform in any way, shape or form. And again, from my mediocre research, I found that to be true. What you can take before athletic events in different countries is different, right? It differs. But the Olympics is international. The Olympics is the world. The Olympics brings every single country together, or at least most of them, to one place to compete. And it's basically, you know, throwing out there the bodies of the best uh, athletes from each country to see who's on top. And in that way, they had to create regulations and guidelines in terms of what people can take ahead of the Olympics, because you don't want anyone to have an unfair advantage. Um, this goes into other realms as well, which I'm not going to get into, but, uh, but, but basically I'm using the Olympics as a framework here. However, I know that it differs in every country and even in different states within the U S for instance, in some ways, but, but in general, let's, uh, let's keep it to the Olympics as a starting point. 
So first off, I wanted to know what can people in the Olympics take and what are the popular things that they do take ahead of Olympic events? And this article that I found was something that I think that it's more or less what one might think. Um, I've heard of pretty much all these before. I'm sure you have too, but let's just run through them quickly. Creatine, number one. And this, of course, is something that I've heard a lot of people talk about taking when they go to the gym or before they are doing a workout or before, you know, I used to play hockey. Before my friends were playing hockey, some of them would take creatine. And this is a substance that is in your muscles. It builds up your muscle. It's naturally produced during high-intensity exercise. Um, You can also get it from red meat, I believe, and seafood, but it's nowhere near the same level of creatine in those things as you would get from a creatine supplement directly. So there's that. That helps build up muscle. Then you have electrolyte supplements. And electrolytes, it says, are negatively and positively charged ions that play a super important role in your body. They help control nerve impulses and regulate your bodily fluids like sweat. And they can sustain hydration with other added fluids. The next thing mentioned is carb powders. And this is talking about things like Gatorade and Powerade. And it helps you sustain your energy through hard workouts and helps helps your body replenish energy stores between workouts. Um... Multivitamins. I think we all know what multivitamins are. Whey protein. This is a popular sports supplement made from the byproduct of cheese and is packed with protein as well as nine essential amino acids. And then the last one it mentions is omega-3 fish oil supplements. And that's one that I think everyone's heard of as well. So now with all those taken into account, and let's see, what are all those things doing? I mean, when you're talking about creatine, You're talking about taking something that you naturally would not be getting at that level otherwise, but you are talking about something that you naturally do get from some foods. And I think that's one of the first things I think about when I'm thinking about should Creighton be allowed, you know, ahead of any sort of sports thing like the Olympics. It's like one of the arguments that I've heard for people saying something shouldn't be used before an athletic event is that it gives you an unfair advantage. Um, But I can think of ways that you could gain an advantage i don't know how unfair it is like if you're getting creatine naturally from from your foods then that's something that naturally you could get from food like anyone could get from food which means it's not really an advantage taking the supplement maybe maybe that's increasing the amount of that thing that you're getting that you wouldn't have otherwise but it's still something that you would normally be getting and maybe that's something that sets kratom apart from creatine, for instance. However, then you would have to get into prescription medications because Olympians are allowed to have certain prescriptions prescribed to them. They're allowed to have certain medicines that other people wouldn't have if they don't have a certain diagnosis, right? So that's an interesting one too. Now, looking at some of the prescriptions that uh, that Olympians can't have or other medications or banned substances that they can't have, One of those things, beta-2 agonists. Um, These are things that have to do with relaxing smooth muscle constriction and open the airways of your lungs. And a lot of people take these sorts of things for conditions like asthma, which is me included, which means I wouldn't be able to go to the Olympics. No! Guess I'm going to be an average Joe forever, but that's okay. (laughs) So that's one thing that you can't take. Um... Another thing, you have hormone and metabolic modulators. 
And so this modifies the effects of hormones in the body or alter the body's metabolism. Then we get into the crux of the matter, in my opinion. And this is like where I'm really going to jump off into Kratom afterwards. So when you look at the list of things, other prohibited substances and prohibited methods. One of the things is narcotics. Another one's stimulants, alcohol, cannabinoids. Um, You have anti-inflammatory drugs, beta blockers, uh, which block the effects of epinephrine and other substances. So this is where I kind of jump off into Kratom because when you're looking at stimulants, narcotics, um, alcohol, cannabinoids, these are all things that people have used to describe the effects of Kratom. Now, I'm not saying that Kratom are those things, of course, I'm not, but I think that most anyone would agree that Kratom has this ability to stimulate oneself in certain ways and also uh, be more sedating in another way. And I think that's how most articles start when they're describing Kratom. You know, they'll say in higher servings, Kratom can be more sedating. In lower servings, Kratom can be more stimulating. So if something can stimulate, for instance, does that mean that it is going to give one an unfair advantage in sports? Not necessarily, but even if it did, I think that it's not really relevant. Here's why. Because recently with the Olympics that took place in Japan, there was this whole slew of articles talking about how, you know, people were like, oh, Simone Biles, the famous gymnast, wasn't able to bring her medication with her into Japan. And that's why she uh, couldn't do the event that she was going to do. And that ended up being false. And the medication that someone was mentioning was ADHD related. And it was, I'm not quite sure if it was Ritalin or Adderall, but it was one of the two. And in Japan, both of those substances or anything treating ADHD in that way, those are illegal. And you're not allowed to have those even if you have ADHD in Japan. However, it turns out that if you were in the Olympics in Japan, you were allowed to apply for an exemption. And it would allow you, even under the World Anti-Doping Code, that you you were allowed to bring Adderall Uh, in other words, amphetamines, into Japan for your own medical treatment. So that's really crazy to me. If you can take for therapeutic use exemption Adderall into a country where they don't even allow people to have Adderall and you're allowed to use it with this exemption and you're in the Olympics, I think that that in and of itself kind of blows any argument out of the water when it comes to if Kratom should be allowed or not. Because... I'm sorry, I've taken Adderall a couple times before, and it's insane to think that it wouldn't give you some sort of an advantage if you're going to the Olympics. Like, the time that I took Adderall, I had so much energy, it was absurd. I probably could have, you know, cleaned the entire dorm building that I was in, of course I was in college, and, and you know, done all my homework, and studied for the test, and solved you know the end of of pi (laughs) by by morning i mean like there's no way that adderall doesn't give someone an advantage in the olympics if you're allowed to have that in the olympics how on earth would you not be allowed to have kratom i think that that kind of blows it out of the water now do i think that that's fair i don't 
I don't honestly think that's okay. I I would want to know more. And honestly, I'm not that invested in this issue, to be honest. Like, I really... Regulation around what substances are allowed in sports, I'm just... I've never really put much energy or effort into thinking about it or caring about it. But with regards to Kratom, it's kind of made me think a bit more about it. And if I was playing against someone who had stimulants... I, I don't know. It would make me feel a little bit unnerved knowing that this person has a pill that 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 literally stimulates their body. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of a weird thought to me. So, uh, can I take some green mangda? <laughs> I don't know. Um, I feel like that should be allowed. But I'm really not the one to talk about this. I don't have, you know, I'm not a doctor. I don't have this medical knowledge. I've heard lots of things about how if you have ADHD, um, Adderall or Ritalin affect you differently than if you don't have ADHD and that people who do have it, you know, they're not getting this huge boost and it's actually doing the opposite and calming them down or bringing them to earth in some way. I don't know. I, I do not claim to know that experience whatsoever here. So this is just coming from a very big ignoramus uh, and everyone should know that. <laughs> but from what I could tell, it would be a very unnerving situation for me. And I would feel much better if I saw someone popping a couple of pills of Adderall before running if I could do the same with Green Mangda. Because <laughs> then at least I'd have a fighting chance of not losing by a mile, but maybe like three-fourths of a mile. (laughs) That would be my takeaway. But, you know, at the end of the day, it also comes down to that. What types of Kratom? If Kratom was illegal in general, but it had to have a certain alkaloid content, and it also couldn't be whites, for instance, like, would it still be worth it? If you couldn't use whites and greens, would it still be worth it? Like, what if you could only use red Kratom? Well, okay, great. I'm going to be, you know, more sedated (laughs) before I do this event that you need energy for. But at the same time, that would help with pain relief. So I don't know. I think it's a bigger topic than I initially started thinking about this morning. I think this is a bigger nut to crack and I'm not ready to to do it today. (laughs) So I'm going to leave it here. And sorry for it being very anticlimactic, but I'm kind of realizing, wow, there's a lot more that could go into this than I think and uh, I should probably give it some more thought. So I got to look into this. But it's all about the honesty, right? I want to be honest with you all. I was not prepared for this topic. There's a lot more that goes into it than I thought. And um, I I feel like it, I would need to sit down and talk with someone else about Kratom and the role that it could play in sports events and to get their opinions too. So I need to really form my opinion around this one better. Also, there's the safety aspect. I wouldn't want anyone taking Kratom and doing something that could put their life at risk. And um, just more research is needed, right? So let's leave it there. Be back tomorrow with maybe a more fully formed idea (laughs) than this one today. But sometimes I just got to talk through things. So I appreciate you all listening. Be back tomorrow. Take it easy, everybody. Bye-bye.